You. Hey, let's do this. I'm recording yeah. with massive amounts of background noise. Nice. No, no what do you got? We got AC running. Yeah, I do have an AC running actually. Is but I thought this is a directional mic, and it is what? 100% pointed away from the AC. Well, mine isn't, and I'm not going to apologize for it. Because it mine is, is pointed directly at the AC. Well, I'm actually speaking through the AC into the microphone. <laughs> we were so spoiled by uh by this easy summer that when a hot day came around, and frankly, it's not that hot, all things considered. No, it, it, it really was only isn't. like 90 today. Um, yeah, but it's only been 90 like once before this entire summer, so it felt pretty rough. And uh, I'm just grateful that I spent the past two days indoors with the air conditioning on. With the air conditioning on and the Xbox on. Yeah. Or or, or PlayStation. Playing the most worthwhile Xbox Live arcade purchase ever in the history of ever. It's pretty good. You would be hard-pressed to find a better $15 value unless someone gave you $15 worth of penny candy. That's not. I would not count that a better value, because well, penny candy is universally yeah, awful. That well, that is true. I would have to see the candy first to truly know. <laughs> I mean, we're not talking about like you know Starbursts or something like that. And even then, like they could all be like some lame Starburst. What like yellow? Yeah, yellow's not a great Starburst. If it's not pink, I don't care. Pink? What about red? Pink is the jam. Everybody loves pink. Gratiello seems to agree with you. Come on! <laughs> red! Red is good! Red is like, you, you look at it and you, you think that it's kind of pink. So you're like, you get excited. And then you but realize that, that it is, in fact, oh, not pink. Oh, it's actually red. This sucks. Whatever. Red's fine. I don't know. You, it doesn't you matter. Red haters. I eat Starburst by the handful. <laughs> they should just sell those without wrappers. Like sir, I, I don't, I don't believe that that's healthy. I don't actually know what flavor I'm consuming at any one time. <laughs> yeah, it's like Skittles. No one can tell you what an individual Skittle tastes like, and if mm-hmm. they can, who the what, why? <laughs> that person has too much time on their hand eating individual Skittles. You're supposed to pour those things into your mouth and let the sugar just sand away. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, that has nothing to do with Shadow Complex, which is a good, good game. How much did you end up playing it? Uh, I think I've put in about two hours. Wow. I, I beat it today. Nice. I, I had two days well, off in a row because I took a sick day today, so I had nothing much else to do. What, did, uh, what was your item completion percentage? I don't know. Probably in like the 70s. I, nice. So, you know, mid, midway through the game when you get the armor, they... They set you on this path to get the five special components for the armor. And I guess one of them is like a super special component. So it's locked behind this door that you have to get the 12 passkey codes to get through. Oh, so okay. I'm really curious to know what that last component is. But I don't know if I want to go through all the effort to find out when I could just like YouTube it. Yeah. I'm thinking, I'm really hoping that, you know, there's enough delay that someone will have created a map. Because yeah. I'm willing to, like, trudge my way through all the parts of the map so long as I don't accidentally finish the game. Like, if I, you know, if I hit a cutscene that I wasn't expecting and it turns out that that's the end of the game, I don't think I could backtrack. Yeah. 
well, and, uh, and do it all again. Mitchie D took great offense to one of the people on the forum saying, like, the ending of this game comes kind of comes out of nowhere. He's like, what are you people talking about? <laughs> and having beaten the game myself, um, I won't say it comes out of nowhere, but I definitely was giving, given no indication that I was headed towards the final boss battle. Like, so it's this sort means of, like every time you fight a boss, you should just die to be sure you're not at the end of the game? Well, it's like... Once I got there, yes, it was obvious that this was the final boss battle. And, like, because I had seen this discussion on the forums, I was like, oh, this is probably the end of the game. But there's nothing in your objectives that says, like, finish him once and for all or anything like that. Stop this incredibly ridiculous plot in its tracks. And the, um, the fact that the story basically does not exist <laughs> does not help, like informing you that you're almost at the end yeah especially since you're you know your your <laughs> anesthetically paralyzed girlfriends just calling you on the walk and talkie convincing you to do stuff it's like this isn't taking out the trash just because a girl tells you you have to do <laughs> something it doesn't mean you need to like stop well, the super elite paramilitary organization but with think about your guards. objectives like she's like you better go find that armor you're like why well, would I you even? I want to the armor. I'm watching <laughs> TV, dude. You you're want always that watching armor. TV. My mother was right about you. Oh man! <laughs> like when it got to that scene, I was just like, "This is so dumb," because that's like the conversation I have about going to the grocery store. <laughs> that girlfriend, she sure picks the worst spots in history to go hiking. Yeah, for real. She's like, "Trust me, it's gonna be awesome. I'm gonna go spelunking in this cave." That no one has ever reappeared out of. <laughs> I, I, it's hard for me to believe that nobody's ever discovered this secret paramilitary organization, considering their secret base. It's about three feet under the ground. Well, even if it was only three feet under the ground, there had to be massive amounts of construction equipment. Not yeah. to mention, like, they're smelting robots. I mean, I know that smelting isn't a way to make a robot, but they have a blast well, furnace. Yeah, smelting is part, part of the process robots. at some point. Where are all these resources no. disappearing to? It's like the price of iron just jumped up 600%. What Trust is me, going Joel, on? When you see what the final boss is, you'll be like, this is totally absurd. It's like paramilitary organization single-handedly pulls America out of economic downturn. <laughs> provides yeah, wanna, so many jobs like, if we defeat this paramilitary organization everybody is out of a job yeah because you know like they're actually employing a third makers, of the country master welders it's like we make up roughly 25 percent of gdp you don't want to you don't want to do anything about that it's like we're bigger than gm you're gonna bail us out too bad we're here to destroy the government yeah if you don't bail them out they'll destroy you and if yeah. you do, they probably will, too. Just Oh, man, this sooner. is a catch-22. Although, <laughs> you know, people could say the same thing about GM. But who knows? Well, Only GM doesn't have bipedal robots that we know of. Yeah. <laughs> Horribly inefficient bipedal robots that just get jumped over or run under before yeah. being shot in the back. Uh, that's, that's one complaint I have with the game is that all the bosses are super weak. Except there's, like, one boss that requires a little work. And all the rest, you can kind of just sit there and lob grenades at them and not even move. 
Well, but it, I mean, some of them are kind of fun, like figuring out how to beat the first guy by exploding. Oh, spoilers! Exploding the gas lines, and I mean, it, they do it unique enough ways, at least up as far as I've gotten, that uh, I'm pretty impressed with them. Uh, the, the only one I really liked was the second to last one, which is a really big bipedal robot that you have to do complicated stuff instead of just hitting the shoulder button over and over again to fire grenades, which is how I beat almost every other boss. Yeah. Well, the grenade power-ups are pretty easy to find. I mean, I have 30 grenades at this point, and I'm only two hours into the game. That's one thing that kind of disappoints me about Metroid-style games after the first Metroid is that they, the special weapons seem to exist pretty much entirely just to get you more ammo for that special weapon. Yeah, because I that was is, noticing all those doors, and I'm like, like, I think I know what this what is yeah, behind this it's door. It's like, oh, I wonder what is behind the grenade door. Another grenade pack. You know, that's what that's what's going to be nine. So there's nine never out like of ten the, times. There's never the moment like in Metroid where you have to use the free gun, freeze gun to jump up that impossibly high series of those floaty monster things. Uh, Gosh, that was tough. I mean, they never really use any of the weapons for really cool platforming stuff. Uh, the things are very, very small, usually. Like, some of the items you get are cool, but some of them come in so late in the game that they barely have any value. Like, you get a grappling hook at the very end. And, oh, snap. Like, it's cool that you get a grappling hook, but there's so few places where you actually need it. I mean, it kind of makes your, like, half-ass jumping around once you've been through an area three times easier. But... To actually use it for stuff, that's pretty few and far between. And that's how sort of most of the items are, which is unfortunate. But, Meh. you know, for, for a Metroid-style game, they, they pace the upgrades out pretty well. Like you're, you're kind of always constantly moving towards a new upgrade, which doesn't always happen. And you sort of enter that thing where you, you got this feast in the beginning, and then there's... Like a huge famine through the middle of the game. And then you get like two things at the end. So, that Shadow Complex knows how to pace itself. I appreciate yeah. that. I will say that the manner in which you acquire the, the first stage of the jetpack is pretty lame. Yeah. If there's also, one part of my robot suit that I do not want to rip off under pressure, it's the jetpack. Also, how does that work exactly? <laughs> Like yeah, you, so just, oh, you just staple it to it. your back, and it's like, all right, it's my mind will make the jetpack work. Well, at that point, you had already decided to uh, hide your girlfriend behind some cabinets in yeah. the room with a murdered interrogator. She's, it's like, I wonder what the doctor's doing. He's sure taking a long time. It's like, hey, oh my gosh, he's been killed. Better not hey, search the immediate area. Hey, doctor, you He'll okay in there? Here. She's like, ah, I'm fine. Who is listening to these people? It's like, whatever the name of those hobbits that are talking to uh, the Ent. They're like, the closer you are to danger, the further you are from harm. That's the worst advice I've ever heard. <laughs> it's like, I'm just going to be paralyzed behind these cabinets. No one's ever going to decide to look here. Yeah, it's here. like, just, just chill out behind these cabinets. Be really the quiet. Is, because you only move in one plane, like your girlfriend essentially does too. So you basically just leave her laying in the middle of the floor. 
Yeah, that's, I noticed that. I was like, so, so, so I didn't actually hide her behind the cabinets now, did I? No. It's like, just, just throw a blanket over me. They'll never <laughs> notice that I'm here. You should have just dressed her up in the doctor's uniform. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's our Dr. Sweet, always napping on the job. It's like, wow, Dr. Sweets, your interrogation went a little bad this time. It looks like you turned the victim into a man and then shot him. <laughs> I'm pretty like, sure on this dossier it says she was a woman. What this can is very I clearly say? A, a naked man. Oh, well, I got whatever. drummed out of the NSA for a reason, boys. Yeah. <laughs> I'm crazy. But yeah, just go back to that jetpack. Like, yeah, not only does he just rip it off, he also magically affixes it to himself. Like in a more secure way than the heavily than designed on the robot armor itself. It's yeah. Well, I'm I, just waiting I for him to like jump one time, and that thing just rockets off his back and hits him in the head. <laughs> I'm just more marveling at the fact that he can use it. Like, what is the command to fire the jetpack? And ha- maybe he has like a little button in his hand that he presses. I don't. I just, just don't know to how think, the this the is j- totally awesome, and then it works. <laughs> Because that's what I say every time I do it. I'm like, this is totally awesome. Also, it's it's kind of it's a very slim form factor for a jetpack, and I'm surprised that it doesn't, you know, roast his bottom half every no, no, time he cool. fires it. I mean, I guess it's it's supposed to this be like the compressed same air. There is one jumping puzzle in this game that requires you to get blown up by a robot. So, which one is that? When you first enter the factory room. You can reach that ladder that's up on the right if you let one of the robots blow up behind you and then jump at the very end. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. So you can skip the part where you have to ride on the boxes, the little conveyor no. belt of boxes? No, you still have to do all that junk, but you can just get to that room and get a grenade upgrade faster. Ah, uh, hooray, another grenade upgrade. What's the deal with the gold bars? Do they do anything other than, like... Yeah, I think if you get all of them... You unlock a room where you can you get your choice of weapons, and it persists through uh, New Game Plus. So mm. if you start a new game, you can choose whatever weapon you want at the beginning. Oh, man. So that's pretty essential if you're ever going to play this game through again. Yeah. Which is, this ain't no uh, Symphony of the Night, no matter how good it is. So yeah. I don't know if I'm ever going to play it again. I mean, but. I, uh, there was a time in my life where I lived for the speed run. And something like this would have kept me entertained for months, or at least, <laughs> yeah. or at least weeks. Um, but nowadays, it's like I just want to, you know, make some headway on completing some of the games I own. So I think now that I've beaten Shadow Complex, and I had a good time with it, it's going back on the shelf until such a time as I have nothing else to do. And with the winter season quickly approaching, uh that's that not going to be anytime we, soon. We all imagined, yeah. Oh, you mean we're there are going to be a ton of games coming out? Yeah. So, I mean, I think it starts next month. I feel like the new Halo game might be as soon as next month, actually. Yeah. Halo, not Master Chief. That's cool, man. It's got Nathan Fillion of Firefly in it. Really? And he looks like Nathan Fillion. <laughs> the character does. Dude, that does raise its profile significantly. Yeah. There's also Bayonetta. Yeah, well, I think AKA that doesn't. I, I think that comes out next year. Oh, really? They pushed yeah, it back I, again. Yeah, I think it, it got delayed till March, which sucks. But I saw a trailer for Guild Wars Two. I was slightly psyched. 
Guild Wars 2 didn't come out like three years ago? No, dude. They were all expansions. I really thought yeah. the third one or the second one came out. I guess not. Then the trailer lied to me. No, it definitely hasn't come out. But yeah. There's there's no drought, it appears, of games worth playing. Oh yeah, we're not going to run out of stuff. I'm st- I mean, I still got Persona 4 waiting on the back burner. Yeah. I got to I'm play having- that. They did one of the cool things about Shadow Complex is the achievements are actually kind of fun. They actually, you know, because you can do the headshot achievement or the melee it, one, punchy <laughs> time. Let's get punchy, I guess. I don't really know, but I, I'm, <laughs> I'm 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 liking the headshot one, especially just, since hitting people in the head gives you an experience modifier. Yeah, well, so does punching people. Um, I liked it because after you get the achievement itself. It tells you where you rank among your friends. Yeah. So I made it a competition that whoever was before me on the leaderboards, I was going to punch more people than them. <laughs> Which led me to a, a many unfortunate deaths. Well, I didn't realize you can't punch those big Gatling gun guys. I think you can eventually. Oh, I, I ran up to one of them and... And because it was like, you know, that sort of pseudo 2D, 3D mix, yeah. I ran past him into a camera view. So not only did he see me, but like four turrets dropped down from the ceiling. <laughs> Dude, It was like the ultimate, oh no. The, um, the, the 3D stuff kills me. Like shooting guys in the background. Oh yeah, forget it. It's not it's- so bad. When it's just guys in the background. But if you have a guy in the background and a guy in the foreground, you basically can't shoot anyone. Well, you can always shoot the guy in the foreground. You can either aim at him or the auto-aim will pick him up pretty easy. But yeah, the guys in the background, that's trouble. There's there's one point where you have to fight tanks that are in the background, and there's normal guys in the foreground. And I could not get it to decide who it wanted to shoot at. So I died, (laughs) basically because I was like, okay, clearly I'm not hitting the tank. I might as well just focus on shooting the little guy. Oh, no, now I'm using bullets on the tank when I meant to fire rockets. It's like, no, now the rockets are just flying wide of the little guy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I always make a conscious decision to kill everyone in the foreground before bothering with people in the background. Yeah, it's just like... It just strikes me as so unnecessary. Um, like uh, We know the game is 3D, guys. That's cool. 3D just points out a lot of the issues with the 2D platformer. Like when you're in an office complex with stairs. But you have to jump, You have to yeah. jump up the stairs because you can't move in 3D and just walk around that corner and walk up them like a normal human being. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. That's not a big deal. I would deal. complain just, more if you didn't immediately silly. flood that area after that and then swim through it. Yeah, that was kind of funny. Awesome. <laughs> I was like, oh. Bodies like floating yeah, around just floating that actually there. react to you. I was like swimming around poking people in the face. I was like, check out my rebreather. Did you check this out? Yeah, I wish you guys had one of them. Should have kept oh, that did. on you at I all stole times. It from you. <laughs> that guy's like. Run into the supply closet. He's like, where's my oxygen mask? Where's my oxygen mask? You're standing behind him. <laughs> First of all, it's like... at one, that's a, That was sort of interesting because at the point you flooded that much of their base, you'd think that the, the jig would be up. 
Yeah. It's like, well, we've lost crucial personnel in 20% of the facility. Like, you would he think the most... The barracks. Like, you would think the most important people would have been housed there. It's like, well, we, we still have 60% of our smelting crew. <laughs> They're sort of burly <laughs> and all wearing aprons. I don't know how committed. I mean, they got to be kind of committed to the cause if they're down here, right? Yeah, everybody knows what's going on. I mean, I don't even there's not even a, the front door is a secret entrance through a cave. It's not like you can <laughs> have like an operation where you have people working for you that aren't aware of what's going on. <laughs> Maybe they just got shanghaied. It's like a, they just didn't notice the parking lot out back. Like, there's a corporate park that this is attached yeah, to. Yeah, just on the other side of the facility. Some guy, like, pulls up in his Ford Focus, hops out. He's got his bag from the Baja Fresh. <laughs> they just see nobody. They don't actually know what they're doing because they've segregated the work so much that everybody's working on such, like, one guy's working on a microchip, and he doesn't know what that microchip is for, and another guy's working on a 50-foot-tall left leg for a robot. <laughs> <laughs> and he doesn't, he's like, man, I wonder what this is going to be. Uh, they it, tell they him he's tell like him an like, artisan. He's like a... No, it's, it's for testing the strength of balls. We're going to kick <laughs> balls really hard with this leg. <laughs> yeah, I'll believe it. Or maybe they're just like, yeah, the, you know, cybernetic legs for, like, crippled people. You like crippled really? people, right? Well, I don't know if see, I like crippled we people. We have to build them really big, and then we make them smaller. Well, yeah, it's see, like, that's it. It's, it's like a PlayStation. Like, the first version is huge, and, and then, then we slim it down. As we refine the technology, it just gets smaller and smaller. It's like, oh, that makes sense. It's like, uh, also put a machine gun in the leg. <laughs> really? Like, well, you don't want the crippled people to be defenseless, do you? Yeah. They're already crippled. <laughs> you, know, you, kind of jerk? you don't think it's hard enough just to be crippled? Now you don't want you're going to deny them their machine guns? What's wrong with you? You're sick. The, I, the whole time I was, I've been playing this game, I've been <laughs> thinking about 24 just because, you know, maybe I'll have a newfound respect for the restraint of 24 riders after having played Shadow Complex. Oh, were you, you mean because you just run through a room and brutalize everybody? Or, well, or no, because like the, 24, the hasn't incorporated, the... 24 hasn't incorporated robot armor yet. I'm just waiting <laughs> for like Jack Bauer to blow up a store of Gundams. <laughs> that, that would be awesome if the next Jack Bauer... What if they Jack. cryogenically froze him Jack. and woke him up in the year 2098... The ultra-lanthalous paramilitaries have stolen a shipment of Gundanium. And the AI was yeah, Marwan. The AI. <laughs> <laughs> Marwan is the AI. He's living in, like, a a computer somewhere. Jack is like, tell me where Marwan is. He's on this USB. He's everywhere. <laughs> no. He's all around us. He's like, why? Do you guys want to see a computer program kick ass? Download me. <laughs> and then they have a fight where Marwan uploads his consciousness sudden, into like a, a giant android sitting in front of his computer. It sprouts arms and starts pummeling him in the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh no. Jack Bauer is the ghost in the machine. <laughs> we found him. He's come to kick our ass. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh man, Shadow Complex. It is, I mean, Shadow Complex is pretty run-of-the-mill for Metroid games, and I think one of the things that, if I really, really think about what I like, it's 
I mean, we talked about how the, the 2D, 3D thing doesn't really work for shooting people. But in terms of presentation, they do a lot of really cool stuff with it. Like, I talked about the swimming and people, like, floating in the foreground and background. And they also mix up the camera angles every once in a while, so you get an interesting perspective. Which sounds stupid, but, I don't know, it's enough to keep me going. Yeah, it looks pretty neat. Though, sometimes the clutter can make it hard to discern where you need to go. But, if they'd spent a little more time on the map, and just, you know, put a couple extra symbols on that map, things would have... Would have driven me a lot less insane, like when I spent nearly an hour today in the factory trying to figure out how to get out, standing in a room with a one-way door in it. I was like, this is the only exit out of the factory area, and I can't figure out how to get it. Eventually, I was like, oh, it's a one-way door. And it turned out I had to drop through the roof of a save room, like, way on the other side of the factory. But there's no marking on the map to show that that roof has an opening in it. Uh, so I just I was found about to it by pure luck. I I haven't I've I've actually been kind of pleased with the map so far, but maybe it's because I haven't reached the point that you're at or that you were at before you beat well, it. Well, the the objective line makes things very easy, and there's one brief point in the game where you don't have an objective line, and that's where I got lost. Especially since I decided to sort of wander off and explore. So oh, when yeah. it came time for me to be like, oh, I need to go where, where I don't know where I have to go. <laughs> oh, but it's also the fun begins. excessively rude to hide behind a destructible wall that you have the power to break. Another destructible wall that you do not have the power to break. What? So it's like, I, I, you know, eventually you get like the super speed like in Super Metroid. Right, yep. you, you can run really fast through objects. Um, and I worked so hard in this one room figuring out how to break a box. And I finally got it. And then there was a red door behind that that I couldn't open. And I about tore my hair out. <laughs> yeah, I know that there's one of those. I already know where one of those points is because there's a box that's sitting on top of an opening in the floor. Yeah. So I imagine that's like doubling up on the things that I cannot do anything about right now. Yeah, I, d- I know well that box. That one drove me a little crazy, too. It's not like in Super Metroid where you could run at super speed and then you could store the charge. Nope, this one you just... You gotta do it exactly right the first time. And I just cannot wrap my head around the, the super speed physics. Because you can run up walls, upside down. You can jump and that's still okay. <laughs> Like, there's some sort of jump you do from upside down that will somehow get you standing right side up again. And you could keep running at super speed, so that's cool. I, I dig it. Whatever gets me the power-ups. Because that's what it's all about. Yep. Picking up those drops. The other neat thing that they do with the presentation is people, you'll, you'll wander past cutscenes. So it's not like they stop you to have for this dialogue between two of the villains. Oh, yeah. And they just, just say it as you're crawling through a vent above them. Uh, that, that's not necessarily uncommon for, like, first-person shooters. Yeah, but I feel it. it's a lot clearer in Shadow Complex. Like, it it'll happen in first-person really shooters, rude. but I'm prone to, like, wander completely past that point. Because yeah. oftentimes they'll have other chatter going on that you can ignore, so I just treat it all as background noise. Yeah. I don't know. It makes me feel super rude when I... Uh, Burst in on their conversation and murder them all. 
That's what I thought you were talking about earlier with the restraint shown on 24. I was like, why? Could you just oh. roll up on these scientists and shoot them all in the back? Well, Especially when the, the cutscenes are telling you it's like, I never killed a man. It's like you yeah. have taken to it with great aplomb. <laughs> yeah, when you fight the first tank, like spider tank thing, he says, finally, something I can kill without feeling bad. And then a guy pops out and you just cap him in oh, the Oh, yeah, head. you straight execute him. <laughs> and he looks so sad. He's, That's what they call narrative fewer dissonance. fewer shots than all the others. He's just kind of sitting out there. Perhaps ludo-narrative dissonance. <laughs> yeah, that guy was like, he was like dizzy. He was opening the hatch. He was like, huh? Where am Mom? I? The mind control huh? is finally worn off. I'm free. And you're like, you're free of this mortar coil, bitch. Pa-pow. <laughs> Shouldn't have stolen my girlfriend. That's why How you kick him in the get face. Caught. Yeah, that's what I want to know. Like, well, it what, doesn't make a lot of sense because that? and it why did he have to follow her down in like twenty minutes? He's like, you follow like, me down in twenty minutes. It's like really? Why? Why don't I just follow you down now? All will be made clear, Joel. <laughs> I don't know. It's like when you run up to that door that first enters the complex and is locked, and you have to duck into that cubby hole that closes behind you. For yeah, the, the sole purpose of Seeing the soldiers drag your girlfriend in through that same door, yeah, and then the cubby hole opens fair, up, and then you follow I thoroughly them. Thoroughly explored all the parts in that cave. I have no idea where she came yeah. from. Where were they hiding her? Pro- well, possibly on the background plane. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. It's like they must have turned left or right. <laughs> My one weakness. This is like an actual like medical condition. The game is actually 3D. This guy, just, don't you know? I can't turn. Luckily, I don't have to do that to pick anything up. And these items conveniently fall into the foreground. Yeah, so they just rocket into the foreground. That was confusing me at first. I was like, where are these items coming from? <laughs> when you're fighting the guys that are like, when you first get to the water level or where there's water, and there's guys like way off in the distance, and you like cap one of them in the head, and like a health a giant box first aid kit. <laughs> yeah, everybody down, they're, they're shooting first aid kits at us. <laughs> <laughs> this seems like a bad idea on their part. Yeah. It's like, what are you, crazy? Well, I don't know. You, I just walk by these things. Are you going to use things. the first aid after it hits you in the head? You just go ahead and try. Well, they seem to dematerialize as soon as they get close to you. Yeah. And they provide you with your sweet healing, succulent goodness. So they keep shooting you. I don't know. It just seems to be healing them. <laughs> try larger first aid yeah. kits try the big first aid i don't it just make it keeps just looking better i don't think this is working why'd we stop with the bullets anyway we still have say, bullets there weren't enough times where you got to use the robots as like exploding booby traps for the people beneath them yeah where the robots you can just sort of kick around yeah you'd like shoot them on the ground and then punt them at somebody yeah that's very fun but yeah they they kind of disappear for the most part, not too long in the game. And then from that point on, they're there basically just to annoy you. In dark places really, where you can't yeah. see them. So yeah. you just run into them and take a minuscule amount of damage. And you're like, man, that's so annoying. <laughs> but but they don't really. They're, they're just, they just pester you. And I have no idea what. You know, some of them are little turrets. But the little red ones don't seem to do anything but explode. And not even on purpose. They only explode when you hurt them. Yeah. It's like they're, they're, they're little worker robots. robots. 
They're just yeah, there checking that's data. That's an OSHA complaint. Fixing like, pipes. I work for a paramilitary organization, and they uh, they keep on having useless robots walk around on the walls above me. So whenever somebody breaks into our compound, he shoots the robot, and it almost blows me up. And then he kicks it like a soccer ball right in my face. You and know, if I'm lucky, I just have a broken agency, nose. Right? <laughs> yeah. What What was your job title again? Uh, lead guy in charge of overthrowing the U.S. government. Oh, <laughs> you almost got me. You almost got me. Not I'm this just time, though. Call the police. <laughs> I love how the story starts out with that random black dude who takes over the power armor and fails to save the vice president. Yeah. What's going on with the president? That yeah. Did they already get him? It's like, congratulations, you killed Joe Biden. You just did Obama a favor. Oh, no. I think, well, you know how, how these Metroid games normally work. Is they, they start you out with sort of a taste of what's to come with... Your upgrades and stuff. Yeah, I so guess this that's game, true. I guess, just did it by giving you another guy, which removes the whole difficulty of uh, of explaining why you lost all your power ups in the first place. That's because true. In the Metroid Prime games, it's always some like dumbass electrical shock that removes yeah. it, <laughs> and you're like, well, I mean, God, EMP proof your stupid armor. Why do you? And then you wonder why the enemies never like recover the EMP device that did that to you in the beginning. So yeah. you like get to Mother Brain or something, and she just zaps you, and you're like, shoot "Oh, you again. crap! <laughs> oh, my super missiles! No more grappling!" <laughs> I think I think that's been happening since Metroid. Well, since Super Metroid, probably. I, I don't really remember much of Metroid Two, but I'm pretty sure in Super Metroid you had a fair bit of stuff in the beginning, and then Ridley kicked your ass. Yeah, <laughs> and then Maybe. that was sort of it. Maybe Danny Ohm has offered an answer to this. You were, you know, Samus was too busy making out with Master Chief. Got caught off guard. Didn't pick up her armor. Now she has to rebuild it. Oh, man. It was worth it, though. Sweet, sweet lesbian kisses after fighting waves of the Covenant. Have you seen the I have not watched the new one. one. No. It's like, like, it must be like 40 minutes long, and it's so boring. Well, uh, I, I couldn't have guessed that. Yeah, like, I, I wow. saw the I saw the Kotaku story. I was like, "Yep, not watching that." They were like, "From the visionary mind of the guy who brought you Halo versus Metroid comes another thing that's too long and not really that good." <laughs> and there's some lesbian kisses at the end. And by the way, Master Chief's a chick. Why? I don't know. It's just better this way, and they have an energy whip. I don't know why this storyline wasn't completely based around finding your girlfriend. I want to treat the last boss like a giant walnut and store it at the center as my girlfriend and I have to <laughs> rescue her. I want to treat it like this entire this entire insidious conspiracy was solely to capture my girlfriend. It, totally. Like, I, I miss those days. Like, that's what actually... I hadn't really read that much about Shadow Complex before you mentioned it was coming out like two days ago. And uh, the thing that most excited me... Was somebody, I think it was the Kotaku reviewer, said, The plot's not that great. It's basically about rescuing your girlfriend. And I was like, sign Hell me up. Hell yes. Is there the sole cutscene in the game at the very beginning where they punch your girlfriend in the stomach uh, right yeah. in front of you dun, and then dun, carry her dun. off? <laughs> that would have been awesome. 
Oh, man, I wish that's how it went down. That would have been sweet. It probably would have made so much more sense than what actually happens. Like, I'm going to go hike for 20 minutes without you. Okay, I'm just going to sit by the car. Okay. It's like, I'm going to uh, go hiking, and then this This is a really fun vacation, like, isn't it, honey? Five guys show up, and one of them just socks her in the gut. Doesn't do anything to you because you're just so <laughs> yeah. dumbfounded. <laughs> they laugh in that, like, pixelated... 8-bit way. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that would have been awesome if it was just like the rest of the game was the same art style but then the dudes that kidnapped your girlfriend were the 8-bit sprites from the <laughs> Nintendo was, Double Dragon. It was Dragon. just the, the dreadlocked guy from the first final fight. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that would have been awesome. I don't need more plot than somebody stole your girlfriend. You yeah, can't let absolutely that not. Especially when the plot is of this caliber. I mean, seriously, you gotta see the end. Because it's just so stupid. <laughs> I'm going to see the end. I will beat this game. I promise. I, uh, it's not a particularly hard time investment. I think it clocked me at about seven hours when I'd finished it. Which I'll probably, I think I'm probably going to turn in ten because I do a lot of backtracking as soon as I get a new item. Yeah, I've, I wanted to. And I, I always know with these games, I'm like, as soon as I beat the game, I'm not going to want to play it anymore. So I'm like, I really should backtrack now if I want to do any backtrack. Oh, I'm at the last boss. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm better totally... luck next time, Shadow Complex 2. I will forever be Googling uh, like, or hoping that somebody makes the same like map of Symphony of the Night that just tells you where everything is. Yeah. So that I can just well, go find it. It's not particularly hard. Near the end of the game... You get a full map of the complex, and you basically just need to go to the areas that are grayed out. I don't think many, if any, totally secret rooms exist. Really? Not that I specifically noticed, but I wasn't paying too much attention. They also Whatever. indicate the secrets with a question mark. That's kind of handy. It's like, hey, there might be a secret yeah. here. I think they started doing that in Super Metroid as well, so that's not exactly a new, a new phenomenon. Like, they would have a, a big circle on the screen, and then when you found the item, it would turn into a little circle. Kind of keeps your eyes on the prize. Keeps you always sounding for more. True. Yeah, I think that's one of the nice things about, or one of the, the things about disclosure in video games. Like, before, secrets were just impossible, so why would you bother looking for them? But when they give you a hint at where they are, yeah. or even just a really solid indication, that, you're that totally the appetite. willing to invest way more time in finding it. Yeah, so you walk into a room that ordinarily would just be, you know, just a little old passageway, whatever. Nothing to see here. But you see that question mark on the map, and all of a sudden you, like, put the brakes on. Like, like, whoa, hold whoa, up. Whoa, 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 whoa. All right. I need Let's to be able to hold out. 40 grenades, not just 38. Let's find out what's up there. All right. You want to move on to the next one? I guess if you want to. Full disclosure, I watched exactly one episode of Ikitosin. Ah, Joel, you're killing me. Well, we can wait. Keep... We could yeah. do it later. But seriously, like, I know that Daryl Surratt says that Odin is the worst thing that Japan ever produced. Yeah. I wonder if he's ever watched Ikitosin. I, I don't know. After about the fifth scene of lesbian rape, I was getting a little worn out. Do you have time to do it on, like... I could probably brush up by tomorrow or Saturday if you want to wait till then. Would you yeah. be around? Uh, yeah. 
let's do it then. That way I'll, cool. I'll at least be prepared because otherwise I was just going to talk about how retarded it was that her shirt gets torn off and then her bra gets cut. But you like, need what? to talk about how retarded it is that that happens every, every episode. Time. <laughs> she's like, Before, it's, yeah. And she's also retarded just like the chick from Elfin Lead. Oh I really wish God. that wasn't a like, trope. I had forgotten how stupid she is. Like, I'm going to fight you because the guy with braids was going to kill me, and he did it. And then you stabbed him in the back, so now he's blind. I'm not sure how that works. illiterate. (laughs) I just love it how they talk about stabbing him in the back, and then he's paralyzed and blind. It's like, you didn't stab him in the back of the brain, did you? (laughs) They hit that chakra on the lower back, the eye chakra. Oh, no. That that one nerve that loops all the way down there, very conspicuously and inexplicably. Yeah. It's just that, that one the really long eye. Argument nerve. against evolution, that one is. That doesn't yeah. make any sense. <laughs> it surely was put there by an intelligent designer. Not, not we to, believe. I don't understand. Now they're like friends, too? Weren't they fighting the last yeah. time we watched this yeah, show? Yeah, they were. Yeah, they were. And but she's anyhow. also friends with, like, the maid? I don't know what that's about. They go to the same high school, Dave. They have to get ready for the big fight. Yeah, the big tournament is what it's called. And she's like, I want to go into the great tournament. They're like, no, stupid. It's called the the big big tournament. (laughs) It's like, what? (laughs) Whatever. Talk about it next time. On the Iki Tosin episode. You you haven't stopped recording, have you? No, we got all that. Okay, let's let's clap clap. before we stop. All right, one, two, three. Cool. Roger Dodger. I will upload this imminently.